Hey everyone, what's going on? I'd like to welcome you to the third episode of Opposites Attract. Opposites Attract. Opposites Attract. Opposites Attract. My name is Luca Wolf, and I am joined by my lovely co-host, Jenna Lynn. Hey everybody, hope you guys are all doing well. Thanks for listening in. And uh, Jenna, you had something you wanted to say to, to our fellow listeners and downloaders and whatever the case may be, so uh, take it away. Yeah, I just wanted to start off this podcast by saying thank you to all of our listeners and thank you to everybody who has been supporting us in this podcast that we are putting out for you guys. And I hope you guys like what you guys are hearing and hopefully you guys can tune into our next podcast and more to come. Exactly. We did. We definitely did not believe that uh, the podcast would pick up the speed that it did. Uh, we know we have a certain amount of people who are downloading it and those numbers all ex- exceeded our expectations. So thank you to everyone who's downloading, who's listening, who's laughing and who's liking and subscribing. So without further ado, Whoa. let's get right into it. What? 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 Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Luca. And I'm Jenna Lynn. And it's opposites attract. Opposites attract. Man, we chillin' in the back. Chillin', chillin', chillin'. We do sides of a coin from a pot, but we join. When we come together, man, you know our hearts are attached. It's an opposites attract. Opposites attract. We just chillin' in the back. Chillin', chillin', chillin'. We do sides of a coin from a pot, when we join. When we come together, man, you know our hearts are attached. It's opposites attract. Opposites attract. Man, we chillin' in the back. Chillin', chillin', chillin'. We do sides of a coin from a pot, but we join. When we come together, man, you know our hearts are Exactly. So that's what this is. This is opposite attract. This is episode three. And uh, in this in this episode, we're going to take it all the way back from the beginning. We got some stories. Uh, we got some some little insight on really how it was for us before, you know, we hit the world of the dance stage. So when we first met and, and a couple stories about that. So uh, listen, so when I met Jenna Lynn, she was 13 years old, officially. For the very first, uh, you know, uh, training we had, and I'll give you a little bit of a background on where I was before uh, we met. So essentially, I was 16. I was in high school. I was playing football. I was playing rugby. Uh, I was playing track and basketball. So I was doing a lot of sports at the time. And uh, my ballroom partner at the time left me, uh, I guess, because I was doing these sports. And uh, you know, she thought she was better off with. Uh, somebody else, I guess, I don't know, from Ukraine or whatever, you know, she brought in this individual and they were going to, you know, uh, go at it 100% and kind of just left me there, which was fine. And, uh, you know, I'm very thankful that that happened. And here's why. So essentially, you know, I was doing these sports and I love the athletic side of my life and I love just competing and, and, and doing as much as I can there out, out on the, uh, the field or the court. And then, uh, you know, I wanted to find a way to mix athleticism and dance and there's a a division in ballroom called cabaret and it's essentially a division that you can uh do uh whatever you want on that dance floor for five minutes or whatever the time constraint is and there's no limits on lifts i was enticed to combine the athletic element with dance and the beautiful part about it and generally can talk about it is the storyline that you can add in that division is because there's no style you need to do you can do any story you're out there on the floor just by yourself and you have that time to deliver that piece. Yeah, the goal for that specific division was basically to put the best show on possible within exactly. that time frame. Exactly. And uh, so I really liked the division. There was a coach in Canada, Canadian champion. And, uh, you know, we really, uh, you know, I, I went up to him and I said, hey, you know, my partner, 
left me. I really love your dance style. Funny side note is I was actually studying MMA at the same time. So if I never met Jenilyn, who knows what would have happened because I was going into MMA. I really wanted to go into mixed martial arts. And, uh, you know, that was, that was a passion of mine. But, you know, I met Jenilyn and, uh, you know, I said, if you know anybody who's, uh, who would be interested in, in, in working with me on this style uh, called Cabaret Dance, you know, please let me know. And sure enough, in, uh, you know, it's about three, four days time or, or whatever it was, a very quick turnaround. He said, you know, there's this, there's this young girl. She's unbelievable. She's only 13 years old, uh, but there's nothing she can't do. And she's, you know, about an hour and a half away. But, uh, but she's unbelievable. So, you know, her name's Jenna Let's do a tryout. I said, you don't have to tell me twice. Let's go. And, uh, and that's when I first met Jenna. So at the time... I call it an arranged marriage because when I first met you, I was 13. And I was dancing with my brother at the time. I was doing salsa for a couple of years with him. And I was traveling with him, doing salsa championships around the world and doing competitions and performing. And... When dancing with him, I was I was doing some tricks in it too, and I did like the trick aspect of it. But when he broke his foot, I was kind of out of a partner, and I wasn't dancing too much at the time. I was just doing more of my competitive dance, which was jazz, tap, acrobelly, and hip-hop. And on top of all of that, I just still felt the need to dance, and I just wanted to dance more, and I missed having like a partner. And I miss doing the tricks. I, live, I, I miss the trick aspect to it, and that's why I did gymnastics on the side as well. But then... Our mutual coach that I was I, I, I trained with one time with my brother for tricks messaged us and told me that there was this wonderful guy who was looking for a partner. And I thought, well, you know what? Why not? I'll try something out. And we just got this message saying that they wanted to that he wanted us to have a little meetup with the parents and, and us so that we can all meet each other and maybe see where it, where it all goes. But to me, it sort of felt like an arranged marriage because <laughs> they basically had me and Luca, our parents, in one room just talking about becoming a partnership. <laughs> Absolutely. It was, uh, you know, for me, again, I was a little bit older, right? So Jenilyn was 13 at the time and I was 16. And I, I kind of knew, okay, this is what I want. I want, I want to I do this style, you know. But Jenilyn kind of came in uh, with her parents and, and our parents spoke at the time and, and Jenilyn and myself spoke. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, you know, we were like, you know, what do we want to do? But the, but the cool part about that was we were able to get into a room together and gentlemen and myself spoke and we said, you know, if we go down this path, you know, this isn't something that we want to do for six months, three months, and then switch up. Right. Cause in the ballroom world, what people don't know is that, you know, partners switch all the time. Like you're literally dancing with a partner and then you're competing against other ballroom couples. And then that partnership will split and another partnership will start back up. And we were like, we don't, we don't want this to be something like that. If we're going to go down and do this. You know, we were talking about five, seven years down the line. Like, this is something we really, really want to do for the long run. And both Jenilyn and myself were on the same page for that. So we basically, coming in from two different complete styles, you know, I come in from this heavy sport background, a lot of different sports, heavy athleticism, and and ballroom dance, don't get me wrong, uh, a lot of ballroom dance as well, whereas Jenilyn comes in as this phenom who's done gymnastics, who's done jazz, tap, acro, ballet, hip-hop, all of it, and she comes in as this phenom at such a young age. So that first tryout... Hold on, wait, you, you just passed through that first meeting real quick. That oh. first meeting was... <laughs> Very intense and just weird. That's why I call it an arranged marriage because the parents had to talk about, you know, business, finances, and how that all, that's all going to work out. So they literally just put us in a room 
and said, okay, you guys can get to know each other. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It was so freaky. I've never done anything like that before. And it was just so weird because they literally just put a 13-year-old and a 16-year-old in a room and just said, get to know each other. Just talk about yourselves and just introduce one another. So when, so when we were in that room, what did you think? Okay, well, when I first walked in, first of all, I just looked up and I was just like, wow, this guy's really tall. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm 5'2", so a lot of, at the time, I was probably a lot shorter. But I just knew that you were just really tall. And I was a little intimidated, to be honest, because you just had this big personality and you were just very welcoming and just wanted to make me laugh right away off the bat. And I don't know, like, it was just really strange. Like, it just felt like, I felt like high school where... It was just this, you know, nerdy person and then this football player, this jock. And then, you know, it was just, we were just very different. That's what I got from the first meeting. So, well, for me, uh, you know, I remember coming into the room or coming into the dance studio. I remember us, you know, meeting each other with our parents or whatever. And and then they got into their own room and I was talking with you. And I, I just remember... You know, just trying to keep a light, just talk about, you know, whatever, the, whatever came up in conversation, how, how stupid, how dumb, how funny, how irrelevant, didn't really matter uh, until we really got onto the dance floor. And once we started dancing, that's when I was really able to understand, like, how good you were. Like, and I've said this story multiple times, but from like the very first tryout, I was like, this is unbelievable. Like, I've never seen someone bring that much talent and ability especially at that age. But even at that time, I wasn't really thinking about your age. Like I never really thought, you know, like, oh, like you, you just were beyond your years from the beginning. So for me, I have just a distinct memory of being in awe of how good you were. And, uh, and, and then as a person, you know, I never really had any negative feelings. There was never any point where I was like, oh, she's like this, this is going to be an issue or, sh-. you know, like it was very much like she's a very, very nice, sweet girl you know, uh, a a really, you know, beautiful person, both as a, as an individual and as, you know, physically, I thought you were, you were a fantastic individual. And on the dance floor, I just thought, you know, like there's a re like, there's like, I've never seen anyone be able to do this at such a high level. And, uh, you know, we had that first tryout, that first meeting, whatever the case may be. And, uh, you know, we've, I've never had another tryout since. And, and I don't think you have either. Yeah, well, I guess the arranged marriage worked out. I guess you call it an arranged marriage. See, I don't. No one for me really arranged it. But anyway, that's that's all. I think it was uh, arranged at some to some extent. Like maybe not. Yeah, well, for me, I like I wanted to dance with you, and I wanted to dance. Like I just this was like it wasn't like somebody saying you should dance with this person. It was like someone said you should dance with it but at the end of the day we made the call why don't you try out this person like why don't you just try dancing with this person yeah exactly but then you know at any point in time you know it it wasn't like we signed a contract saying we have to dance with it when you say it that way it just it feels like it it sounds a little more uh that's what it felt like it just felt like it was all you know sketchy like oh like oh my god they're just gonna put us in a room and just like we have to get to know each other and then we have to become partners and what happens if we don't come become partners it's like I think you were thinking about that a lot more than me. I was just trying to see how we could, how are you going to, how are we going to kick some butt? Oh, yeah. but when a- I first met you, like, I just thought that, first of all, I thought you were really cute and I liked your haircut. Oh, oh double O. <laughs> Breaking but beyond that, I just thought that you were a very determined person and you had a lot of passion. 
And I don't know if it was the competitiveness at the time because you were so into sports, but you just really wanted to, like, you were just so invested in it. And I've just never met anybody who was so invested in dance like me and just wanted to get things done and was willing to put their all into it because of their love for dance. That is well said. That is well said. And and I think that's a perfect segue into this other thing that we really wanted to talk about, because again, we got together at a very young age and, uh, you know, we were able to go against in, in cabaret. Generally, you don't have individuals who are that young competing in that division. So from the get go, we were competing, especially when we turned pro against all, you know, we're competing against grown men and women who have kids, who have families, married uh, who couples, have who got all the intense connection in their performances, just everything. <laughs> And they have mortgages that they got to pay. So that money isn't, you know, for us at that time, you know, just to say we won, they were like, well, that's going to, you know, that's going to keep us afloot. So they were coming in with a, with a huge intensity. I still don't think that we were lacking any intensity because we were both wired like a, like a eighties, you know, old school car. But, um, you know, one thing that definitely did happen was because we're at such a young age and there was a pressure to get to that high level, there was definitely pressure on our bodies and on how we had to look. And a lot of people, even though it's completely incorrect, definitely led us to believe that our bodies had to be a certain way in order to be good in this division. We now know that's absolute poop. But at the time, you know, at that young age, you know, you, you listen to what you're hearing and you believe it. Um, so, so t- talk to me a little bit how about that was and, and just being so young in such a, such a high standard division. Well, at a young age, like at the age of 13 and having that much pressure being put on you to fit in a certain costume or look this way on stage or have your back be as flexible as this person's or to have your split as far as this person's, uh, it was definitely difficult, especially as a young girl, because, there were just set expectations of the certain weight that I needed to be at, especially in the style that we did. Because if I came in, you know, and ate a little more that day, I would be weighed that day by my instructor. And if I was a little over a certain number, he would say, well, you know, you got to lose some weight because Luca will not be able to lift you if you gain this much weight or if you reach a certain point where your body can't fit in this costume or something like that. And honestly, it did tank my self-esteem and self-confidence a little bit at such an early age because I just thought that I needed to look a certain way. I thought that I needed to be this perfect body type for the specific style so that I wouldn't be too heavy or I wouldn't be too too fat so that I would be able to fit in my costumes. And it did definitely take a beating on my on my personal mental health at the time. And and uh, this is something that I, I, you know, as crazy as it seems, and we spend so much time together, this was something that was done behind closed doors. So I didn't really know about this at all and 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 gentlemen can attest to it but you know not once did we i think have a conversation about you or your body weight or anything at all no we've never had a conversation about me being too heavy or like well obviously we've had a conversation about my mental health and how i was feeling but i don't think that we've we've ever had a conversation of oh you're too fat or you're you're not you're not strong enough. You can't like, you need to lift her or something like that. Like we've never had a conversation, a negative conversation in that sense where 
you felt that you needed to become stronger to lift me or I felt like I needed to lose weight in order for you to lift me? No, it was just a, a tremendous amount of outside pressure. I feel like at that time that was happening, especially when you're young like that, you know, it, 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 it's huge. And, and, and uh, zero times in my life did I think uh, that, uh, oh, no, someone's too heavy or, oh, no, this isn't going to work because of that. Like that never once crossed my mind. Um, and, uh, and really, you know, when, when we're teaching now and when we're coaching individuals and we've, we've worked with individuals of all ages, all sizes from, from, you know, 75 year old, you know, to, to young kids, you know, young kids who have their own proportions and, 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 and what we stress is the technique and the communication. And that's what really matters. We've seen, you know, someone, you know, we've seen a, a girl who's bigger than the guy, but when the trick goes up it's as solid as a rock and it doesn't really make that much of a difference uh, if you have the right technique. But definitely at that time, you know, that was something that, uh, that was different, you know, that was definitely difficult. It was definitely a difficult time for me. And you know, it's still affecting me now. Like sometimes I still have my own struggles with my body weight and with my, my figure. And because of what I was going through at the time at such a young age and with the competitions and the pressure of competing against these, you know, slim girls who are being lifted effortlessly by their partners, I was definitely put in a position where I wanted to make something positive out of this situation. And that that's where I started to pay attention to myself and what was best for me. And that's where I got into health and fitness. And that's when I started to focus on my body and what my certain needs were, because I started to figure out ways of fast ways that I can lose weight or fast ways that I can slim my body a little more. And, and it just wasn't healthy. And I needed to get into my mind. I need to just shove in my head that it, that's not okay. You can't just, Things don't happen that quickly. You need to you need to you need to take time and care for yourself. Because if you don't put the time and you don't put the work in, then obviously you're not gonna get where your goal is. You're not gonna get to where you wanna go. But honestly, I wouldn't have been I wouldn't have I wouldn't be where I am today if I didn't go through what I went through. And I'm not saying that I'm happy for those experiences, but I'm happy that I learned from those experiences and I wanted to come out better and i want it to come out in a positive manner in a healthy manner well something we always say for sure in all of our lectures and everything we do is uh you know overcoming struggles you know that that do come at an early age often are the vehicles that we use for success later on in our lives and it's weird how it works and and, and you don't you know you don't really want to, to to be going through those things at a young age but if you're able to channel that in a positive way, and it's not an easy thing to do, but if you're able to channel those those things that happen early on in a positive way, uh, you know those can really be your vehicles to success later on. I mean, right now you're an individual who takes a lot of care of herself, her body, you know, her mental health as well, and uh, and has learned from those uh, you know somewhat difficult and traumatic experiences early on. Uh, you know, not only to help yourself, but to help all the students and the individuals you're teaching now. Definitely. And what I do want to say is that if you are going through something and if you feel like you're in a place where you're trapped and you don't feel like you're going to get out of this in a positive manner, talk to people. Because that was one thing that I struggled with at the beginning was talking to other people. And I know that for me and Luca, we're very different in that sense because Luca was like Luca was a very talkative person. He loved to talk to people. Like his strength was socializing. <laughs> Whereas for me, 
I was a very introvert person and I just didn't want to talk about my feelings. I didn't like talking about anything hard that I was going through and it was really hard for me to express those feelings to people. So when you find those people who are going through the same things as you or you're or people who care about you and you trust, confide in them and feel comfortable to talk to them because that's important. And now I'm crying. <laughs> well, listen, it's 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 important to have those people around you, but it's important also to just to be able to be okay with how you're feeling, right? A lot of times, you know, you blame yourself for feeling a certain way. Uh, you know, when in fact, it's it's the most normal and natural things. And a lot of times through conversation, you're able to really, really pick out why you feel a certain way and, and sort of the reasoning behind it. And, and, and sometimes, you know, you can you can laugh at it later on because, you know, you, how silly is it that this little thing in my life, uh, you know, for me, I know I have a certain certain amount of little things that happened early on, you know, that really pick at me still. And, and, and it's, it's, it's all about trying to find this healthy process of just understanding why you are the way you are. And there's nothing wrong with that. Because again, a lot of those struggles, a lot of those little weaknesses that we feel we have, you know, if we really spend the time to work on it, those can become sometimes the vehicles and sometimes the ways and the path to our own success. And, uh, and, you know, you know, gentlemen and, and myself, no one is exempt from that rule. Yeah, right? And you want to use what people are throwing at you, like those negative thoughts. You want to channel that and transition that into positive energy and be your truest self because that is, and that is what will get you through and get you to the top. Because if you take that, what people are saying, you take it personally and you just shove it down in there and you just bottle it up, it will explode somehow and it may not be in a good way. So you want to channel that energy. You want to channel that negative energy. And now from everything that I went through, I'm so glad that I have Luca by my side to walk me through all those things. So look the look fear in the eye and just stare the hell out of it and <laughs> beat its butt. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 this is, and this is something that, again, doesn't just pertain to individuals in dance or in arts. I mean, this is for everything. And if you look down, you know, if you look down history, you know, most of the individuals who have been able to rise to a certain amount of success, whether it's in basketball with Michael Jordan or whether it's in, you know, whether it's even in media with individuals, you know, such as Skip Bayless or whatever the case may be, there's always that moment, especially, you know, whether it's early on or in adolescence or whatever the case may be, where they really, you know, have something that shapes them. And then the way they overcome that adversity is generally the way they build their own path to success. And in dance and in anything else, I think Jenelyn touched on a point uh, that's that's very important. That shouldn't be over glossed. And that is, what makes you you? And 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 whether it's those struggles, whether it's that adversity, whether it's those uh, you know uh, you know uh, feelings, whatever makes you you is your most valuable asset because it's the only thing that nobody can replicate no matter what the case is. So in dance, for example, you know, we can do our choreography and maybe somebody could copy that choreography, but they won't be able to do it the same way Jenelyn and myself do it because they haven't gone through the exact same things. Same thing if you're doing media or you're acting. If you act a monologue 
and you put your heart and soul into that monologue, nobody will be able to say that monologue the exact same way, even if they're saying the same exact words. So that's something that I think is very important. And, and, and it's something that if you grasp onto that concept, you can overcome a lot more than you ever could have thought because your weakness has now become your ultimate strength. Yeah, I don't think you could have said that any better, Luca. And another point that I really wanted to get at is that from all of that, from all we went through, and because we overcome the stereotypes of a certain body type that we needed to have or a certain age that we need to get at to become mature enough to perform a certain way, we use that time and we use those haters <laughs> to work on our technique and tricks and the perfection of what craft we do and we wanted to master it yeah it definitely you know because we went into this you know we went into this ballroom world very very young right so so we we went through a bit of a gauntlet in terms of the competitions and the different jurisdictions and the different rules and preferences of people and, and generally you know uh you know you're put into a certain category and for us we wanted to be able to uh you know for me personally i wanted to be able to know that I can keep gentlemen safe in any situation, no matter what it is, no matter if we're super tired after doing multiple performances, no matter if, you know, the song goes off, no matter if she forgets the choreography, no matter if I forget the choreography, whatever the case may be, our technique is so fundamentally strong that the room for error goes down to almost zero. And then for us, you know, we had to definitely hear all of, you know, the critiques from the beginning. Uh, and, and that never stops. You know, that's the one thing I think that, uh, you know, never will stop. There always will be somebody on the other side who has an opinion that contrasts to yours. You know, I, I, there's no song in the world that everybody likes, right? There's no, it doesn't exist. There's there always going to be those haters out there. And there's always going to be those people who have their own opinion about things, but you can't let that get to you and you can't let their, their negativity make you negative. Exactly. Exactly. So, so again, you know, for us, we were able to get together at a very early age and we were very different in what we were doing. Jenilyn was coming in with a heavy dance background and a huge amount of talent. Beyond that, she had a great work ethic. You know, that's something I think we both got together on. I am someone who prides myself on my work ethic. I've had, you know, when somebody says that I'm the hardest worker they've ever met, I, I take that as the best compliment I could ever receive. Uh, beyond that, you know, I definitely, uh, you know, came in with a certain intensity and that was where we came together, but we were very different. You know, I was an individual who loved talking and who loved, you know, I was able to hide through action, whereas Jenilyn was able to really, you know, she kind of uh, put her feelings inward uh, and, and, and we both learned from each side, you yeah, know, and now I was able to express that emotion that I was bottling up through dance and that's what I really enjoyed and that's what a lot of dancers use dance for dance is therapy dance is a way for for you to express yourself and for me as an introvert person who doesn't like to talk about their feelings as much it was a really great way for me to express what I was feeling inside and I know that you didn't really know about a lot of the things that were going on, but as we got all older and we grew up together, basically, we matured and we grew. And through that m maturing period, I started to talk to Luke and I started to open up to him about what was going through my mind and what was going on. And that changed the way we danced. Because at the beginning, I was very 
I was very blocked off and I didn't really want to let Luca in. I didn't really want to show him emotion during performances. And Luca can attest to this because we would go through some practices <laughs> where <laughs> he would tell me to look him in the eye and I wouldn't want to look him in the eye. I would just look at his cheek. <laughs> she would look I was so afraid to show the wrong motion. <laughs> She would look, uh, and this is this is this is great. This is classic. This is textbook. So early on, and again, you know, gentleman was very young. We're talking about someone who's thirteen, who's fourteen years old. You know, now there's a beautiful ballad going on, and she needs to now, you know, go all over with this guy and show this emotion. And she would do it, but never actually look me in the eye when showing the emotion. <laughs> she would look a quarter inch below my eyelid, right onto the upper side of my cheek every time no matter what and uh and it was it was hilarious um to a certain point but then you know as we grew with one another and 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 grew up a little bit you know that 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 turned to the point where uh you know in every performance now i don't think she looks in my eye you know she basically looks right into the center of my soul you know it sometimes it's a little scary uh, you know, especially if we're doing a, uh, you know, a, a, an upbeat song where, you know, there's a lot of emotion and she gets mad. Sometimes I'm like, well, I didn't, you know, you're not mad at me. We're just, we're just <laughs> dancing. This, we're just dancing this emotion. You know, don't, you know, she'll push me in the chest and I'll, I almost fall. Yeah. But Luca definitely taught me to channel my inner emotion. And that was through talking through things and talking through my emotions and learning how to channel that into my dance. And it definitely made a difference. And like, I'm so thankful that Luca helped me break that wall because it was a very hard wall to break down. So. Yeah. yeah but once she broke that down that wall, it was basically over uh, for everyone. <laughs> and that was something. And I told her from the, from the beginning, you know, I said, you know, if you, you know, you, you she was strat scratching the surface of her potential very early on and still blowing people out of the water. Right. Like, so, so, you know, my, the way I was, I was looking at it is, you know, if you can even get to your potential, uh, you know, you, you know, and this was again, someone who's 16 years old, 15 years old, you know, I said, you know, there's no one who can, who will be able to touch you on that dance floor. And in my opinion, that's exactly what happens. And, uh, and, and one thing with coaching for sure that we take very seriously is that, you know, coaching, you know, comes in multiple different forms. You know, if you coach someone a trick, that's fine. You know, you can, you can break down the technique of a move to a T and they can replicate it, you know, but if you really are going to take someone under your wing and explain to them the importance of uh, how to command the audience, how to express themselves, you know, that, that, that means that they're going to have to do a little bit of work on how to understand themselves and be okay with themselves in order to express it. You, if you just express, you know, as, as you press a button, you're going to be giving a faulty expression. But if you really understand within yourself why you're doing something and the purpose behind it, everybody will be able to interpret that for their own. And that's one thing that we've learned is that you may have your own story. You may have your own connection to a piece. You may have your own connection to a monologue or your own purpose for doing your career. But if you are true to that, everybody will interpret it for their own because you have already made that connection on your end. And that's something that we, we have been you know, pushing a lot and we are seeing that slowly rise um, you know, as, uh, you know, shows become more prominent competitions, you know, not so much. And, and people are really, instead of trying to just replicate a choreography to the best of their ability, they're starting to really make it their own. And, and once we start doing that, uh, you know, the sky's the limit, the sky's yeah. the limit. In every aspect. And I think that during this quarantine, it's important for people to 
use dance as their therapy during this rough time. And if you are going through your own thing at home and you're self-conscious of showing your own emotion because when you're in dance classes, it's hard for you to express that with other people watching, use this time to look at yourself in the mirror or videotape yourself and just do whatever you're feeling and don't feel self-conscious about somebody looking at you because you're only going to be looking at yourself. It's only going to be you in the mirror. That's it. And then see where you go because this is your time to grow. This is your time to move forward and to overcome some of those fears that you've been having. Absolutely. I don't think I could have said it any better myself. And um, essentially, you know, beyond just what we were able to learn early on and uh you know some of the some of the obstacles we had you know one thing that definitely came up was we really had to grow together you know and partners definitely have to grow together when you're working teams have to grow together and be able to understand one another especially in the heat of fire especially when you're in a live performance or you're doing something because things can go wrong at all times in a tv show things can go wrong at all times and what do you do how do you keep it going well you know for us you know one thing that we definitely did was we would train rigorously from the beginning the way we got together was with the mindset of being world champions from day one that's how we got together was how are we going to be world champions and the way we did it or the way we tried at the time was we were practicing from the beginning we're looking at about 50 hours a week even though we had school and other stuff i had to cut and drop all my sports you know football basketball whatever the case may be dropped it all and we solely focused in on dance um to the point that, uh, you know, we, we became somewhat synergized. And, and, and we have a funny story, actually. Gentlemen uh, loves this story. But basically, what happened was we were training. Was it for the – it was the World Championships, right? The World in, Championships in, in Paris. Or it was in uh, – either in Paris or in Asia. Or Amsterdam. Yeah, sorry, Amsterdam. But it was a new routine that we were making. And we had never performed it before. It was very nerve-wracking. And we had an opportunity where we can perform it for the first time at like a small-scale event to see what the Before going to the World Championship, right? Yeah, before going to the World Championship. But it was definitely very nerve-wracking. And when you have a lot of pressure like that, you got to think on your feet. And you really got to zone in and really just focus <laughs> because i believe that and and this is funny a little side note but uh you know in the ballroom world you do ballroom songs you do songs that are really for that type of community and what we decided to do was to do a rap song in the ballroom world championships i believe we did it, it was an eminem song it, it was, was eminem and rihanna song what, what was it? it was the theme the theme was based off of domestic violence but it was <laughs> love the way you lie so it was it was really intense was we, like, we were kids we, we were kids this is us Listen, i think i was kids. like 14 or 15 at the time we got 14 14 and 17 and we're doing a a essentially a story that narrates domestic violence or our take on it and it was a rap song with Eminem Rihanna called Love the Way You Lie, which was a huge hit at the time. It was a huge hit. And we're doing this rap song for a ballroom world championships as kids. And, uh, and we're doing, I think there was a show in Toronto, correct? Yeah, in Toronto. And so we go into this little performance, right? And we go on stage and, you know, there's the intro. And then Rihanna starts out with a beautiful chorus. I can't sing it. It would sound hilarious, but you know the chorus. And Eminem breaks into his rap, you know, boom, ba ba bum. We're going at it all out. And there's a point where Jenalyn is supposed to jump onto me. 
And as I look for Jenna to jump onto me, she does a double pirouette and goes down into a split. <laughs> and we're on stage and the music's going and I'm literally hugging myself, waiting for Jenna to come onto me and she's splitting, facing the front, so away from me. So I don't see her. She doesn't see me. The music's going and everyone's looking at us. So now, now what do we do? So at this point, you know, I start, <laughs> I just start spinning <laughs> in my we own. Both looked at each other after I finished that split. I got up, acting like nothing happened, like there was no mistake. I went on and did like a little freestyle bit. We both gave each other that, like, oh my god, what is going on? <laughs> and, and from there, you can't think, so you just do. So we start dancing, we start freestyling. Of course, gentlemen is doing fantastic moves. That no one has an idea what's going on, but in our brain, we're like, okay, well we. I, there's got to be a point where we pick this back up because we're not going to go the next two minutes just freestyling. Like this is fine for a minute, but or or or, or a 15, 20 seconds. But let's let's get back into it. So so basically, you know, when push comes to so shove, I, I get to Jenelin somehow. You know, I pick her up. We go through some sort of a combo, and then I think we picked it back up at the right section, and we finish it, and we go off stage, and and people loved it. And, uh, you know, the first thing that happens, we sit down on the bleachers and the, the organizer of the entire event, uh, you know, comes up to us and is like, what a performance. You guys nailed it. And we literally <laughs> we were young at at each other. We were just like, oh, my gosh. And we asked and we're like, did you see anything there that you sh think you shouldn't have seen? And he had no idea. And that just goes to show that, again, when you're on that stage, if you don't buy into the fact that you're messing up, you don't give the chance for anyone else to do that. And, uh, and, and that was hilarious. That never happened again. No, it never happened again. Glad that I, you know, we were able to communicate. But yeah, we like telepathically. So well. We knew the routine so well that once we got back into the groove, we, I don't think we jumped out of it ever again. No, no. Fun, but that's just a funny story that we wanted to share because it just it just goes to show to prove the point, you know that uh, that you can overcome a lot of these things, and sometimes your biggest mistake may go out to be your best asset. And uh, and and again, you know, with the fact that you know we met each other at such a young age, and we essentially grew up together in in a in a division and in a style of dance that wasn't exactly accommodating to young individuals, and especially not really that accommodating to individuals. Uh, you know, who, who felt like they were a certain way. Uh, and, uh, you know, those early pressures from certain coaches and from certain professionals, uh, you know, to start changing our body or changing the way we look or changing the way we eat or changing all this, you know, was definitely not something that was healthy. No. Um, but, uh, but that's something that drove us, I believe. You know, yeah. and those people saying we're too young or we can't do this. Yeah, I, I think you really hit it on the head. Like, those those struggles that we went through really pushed us forward and gave us that ammo to to really project us forward to where we are now and i don't think we would be where we are without all of those experiences and i'm very grateful for them and i'm happy that we learned from our mistakes and that we are still growing and we're still going to make many more mistakes in the future but i hope we learn from those as well and i really hope that we're able to to find the right way for us to be able to channel everything we've been able to learn and experience and hopefully be able to package it in a way that could help individuals who are going through similar things, individuals who are trying to do similar achievements and are faced with similar obstacles. And, and, and that's something we're working on day and night is to find for the next generation to be able to kind of just cruise over those things as opposed to just running into it with your head. But 
you know, at the end of the day, you know, the main lesson, the main thing, and you know, we always have a thing and a purpose for why we're talking. And it's really the fact that if you do overcome and the act of overcoming those struggles at a very early age or throughout your adolescence often is the vehicles and the pathways that we end up using for success later on. But one way or another, that's really one of the ways that we can better ourselves. And uh, I want to give you guys a quick, quick teaser on what's going to happen on our next episodes. Maybe a little bit of World of Dance, maybe some guests. We, we have a few things cooking. We're really excited for it. But again, there's a lot of reasons why we come together. And one of them is that opposites definitely do attract. So without further ado, my name is Luca and I have a beautiful co-host and her name is... Jenilyn, and thank you guys so much for listening in. I hope you guys tune into our next episode of Opposites Attract, and we'll see you guys soon. Thank you for Whoa. listening, downloading, what, 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 and being what? part of the team. Bye. Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Luca. And I'm Jenilyn. And it's Opposites Attract. Opposites Attract. Man, we chillin' in the back. Chillin', chillin', chillin'. We do sides of a coin from a pop, but we join. When we come together, man, you know our hearts are attached. It's an Opposites Attract. Opposites Attract. We just chillin' in the back. Chillin', chillin', chillin'. We do sides of a coin from a pop, but we join. When we come together, man, you know our hearts are attached. And it's Opposites Attract. Opposites Attract. Man, we chillin' in the back. Chillin', chillin', chillin'. We do sides of a coin from a pop, but we join. When we come together, man, you know our hearts are attached. It's an opposite attract. It's attract.